Welcome once again to the house of the Lord today. It's great to be in the house of the Lord with each of you. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to the book of Luke, chapter 19. I'm going to begin at verse 1. Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not, because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. If I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Is it right to possess a right estimate? Of oneself? Is it right to possess a right estimate of yourself in a world that drives us to think highly of self, to exalt self, and to adopt a lofty manner? The truth is that a wrong estimate of oneself can be the very thing that keeps people from Jesus. Now, am I suggesting today that we think lowly of ourselves? No. But let us have a proper estimate of oneself before the Lord. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, verse 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. Or we read verses like Romans 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. The Amplified Bible, for by the grace, unmerited favor of God given to me, I warn everyone among you not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought, not to have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance. And the voice Bible reads, I can respectfully tell you not to think of yourselves as being more important than you are. There was a man named Zacchaeus, and the Bible tells us that he was a chief tax collector, that he was rich. One day, Jesus entered and passed through the town. He passed through Jericho. 
And this man named Zacchaeus sought to see who this Jesus was. Luke 19, verse 3, he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. That day when Jesus was passing through Jericho, this chief tax collector, this very rich man, had to, he had to face the facts. He was of short stature. His size wasn't enough. And I trust we can hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say today. A right estimate of oneself. So what does the Bible say that he did next, this man of short stature, his size not being enough, this man who so desperately wanted to see who Jesus was? What does the Bible say he did next? The Bible tells us that he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree. When was the last time this chief tax collector had ran? When's the last time this chief tax collector had climbed a tree? Perhaps not since he was a young boy. If you've been around long enough, Remember back to Sunday school. I'm not sure if they continue to use this song. But there was a song, and the lyrics go like this. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And when the Savior passed that way, he looked up in the tree and said, Zacchaeus, you come down. For I'm going to your house today. For I'm going to your house today. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, but a happy man was he. For he had seen the Lord that day. And a happy man was he. And a very happy man was he. Zacchaeus may have been the chief tax collector and very rich. But none of that could change the fact that he was a wee little man. You see, when we realize we are wee little men, that's when we climb to see Jesus. A right estimate of oneself, understanding that our size isn't enough, our stature isn't enough. Imagine if Zacchaeus would have exalted himself in those moments rather than humbling himself the story would read very different. Imagine if he would have said, I'm the chief tax collector. I don't run. I'm very rich. And I don't climb trees. It's because Zacchaeus recognized that he was a wee little man that day that Jesus looked up and saw him and called to him. Verses 4 to 6 in the New King James Version, so he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. For he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, 
Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. The Passion Translation reads, When Jesus got to that place, he looked up into the tree and said, Zacchaeus, hurry on down, for I must stay at your house today. So he scurried down the tree and found himself face to face with Jesus. Look at the response of this man, Zacchaeus. Verses 8 to 10, as we've already read. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Look at the change. Look at the miracle. And look at the increase in stature because this day, one day, a man had a proper estimate of himself. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. But James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. 1 Peter 5, verse 6, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. That very day, Zacchaeus' stature changed forever. And a very happy man was he. Is it right to have a right estimate of oneself in a world that pushes pride, tells us to think more highly of ourselves than we ought. There was a son. Luke 15, beginning at verse 11. Then he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the son, the younger son, gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then... He went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. 
And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. What we read of here is a a young man so sure of himself The Passion Translation reads, the younger son packed up all his belongings and traveled off to see the world. He journeyed to a far-off land where he soon wasted all he was given in a binge of extravagant and reckless living. The message paraphrased, so the father divided the property between them. It wasn't long before the younger son packed his bags and left for a distant country. There, undisciplined and dissipated, he wasted everything he had. A young man so sure of himself, a young man off to live life his way, a young man full of self, a young man focused on self, a young man invincible, incapable of being conquered, defeated, or subdued. But there came a day, as the Bible tells us, there came a day when he fell off his high horse and landed on the ground next to the pigs. Verses 17 to 19. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. The voice Bible. So he had this moment of self-reflection. He had this moment of self-reflection. A right estimate of oneself understanding his new reality. The message reads that brought him to his senses. And what happens next? Verse 20, and he arose and came to his father. This little piggy went wee, wee, wee all the way home. Look what took place because he had a right estimate of self. Self examined that moment, understanding that his stature wasn't enough. He knew the reality he had created. But he made a decision after these moments of self reflection. He knew who he was. 
So what did he do? He climbed off the floor of the pig pen and climbed his way home. And we read this incredible story. We hear these words and let it ring true today. The New King James Version. When he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. The father's eyes are on the horizon. And he ran and he fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. This might sound silly, but I was thinking about it this week. This little piggy went wee, wee, wee all the way home. This little piggy went from perishing with hunger to roast beef. Put the best robe on him. Put the ring on his finger. Kill the fatted calf. The father's waiting for the prodigals to return. Your father is waiting for you to return. We know the reality of humanity. If we're honest here today, some think lowlier of themselves than they ought. And some think more highly of themselves than they ought. And the truth is, both of these mindsets can keep us from Jesus. When I think lowlier of myself, than I ought, it can keep me from Jesus. When I'm prideful, full of pride, when I think more highly of myself than I ought, it can keep me from Jesus. I like how C.S. Lewis says it. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. See, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and he knew it that day more than any other day. But the reality of who he was, a man of short stature, That reality, it didn't drive him to sit down and give up or walk away. The realization of his stature sent him running and sent him climbing. Sent him running and climbing that he might have an encounter with Jesus. Now before this day of encounter with Jesus, he was not a Christian. But you know, I wonder today, how many believers think low of themselves, lower than they ought? Too short, not good enough, not enough. The crowd is too tall. How many blame the crowd? 
Everyone else is taller than I. I can't. The word of the Lord to these today, run ahead and climb. Run ahead and climb. The prodigal son was a wee little man, and he knew it that day more than any other day. But he didn't stay down with the rest of the swine and wallow in self-pity. You see, this realization of his stature got him moving. And he climbed off the floor of the pig pen, and he climbed his way home to his father. I think of examples in the Bible. Think of examples of those that thought lowlier of themselves than they ought. He's saying, like who? Well, how about Moses? I can't speak. I can't do it. When all the Lord was looking for was surrender. Just a yes, Lord. And the Bible says, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Are there any believers in the house today that, that think low of themselves, lower than they ought? Too short. Not enough. The crowd is too tall. I'll blame the crowd. Everyone's taller than I. I can't speak. I can't do it. And all the Lord is looking for is surrender. Just a yes, Lord. Gideon, Judges 6, verses 14 to 16. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. You know, God is not a man that he should lie. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. You know, I pray that all of us would have a proper estimate of oneself before the Lord. Understanding who we are, that we really are we little men, we little women, in need of a Savior, in need of a Lord, in need of God, in need of the Holy Spirit. A right estimate of oneself Psalm 103, verse 14 in the NLT, for he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. You can have the worship team return. Psalm 39, verses 4 and 5, Lord, make me to know my end. And what is the measure of my days that I may know how frail I am? Indeed, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my age is, is nothing before you. Certainly every man at his best 
that his best state is but vapor. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I want to share these words with you. Again, the words of C.S. Lewis. Do not imagine that if you meet a really humble man, he will be what most people call humble nowadays. He will not be a sort of greasy, swarmy person who is always telling you that, of course, he is nobody. Probably all you will think about him is that he seemed a cheerful, intelligent chap who took a real interest in what you said to him. If you do dislike him, it will be because you feel a little envious of anyone who seems to enjoy life so easily. He will not be thinking about humility. He will not be thinking about himself at all. If anyone would like to acquire humility, I can, I think, tell him the first step. The first step is to realize that one is proud. And a biggish step, too. At least nothing whatever can be done before it. If you think you are not conceited, it means you are very conceited indeed. You're here this morning and you say, how do we find the balance? How do we find the balance between not thinking too lowly of ourselves and not thinking too highly of ourselves? And I believe it is wise to recognize and realize that mankind has a tendency to be proud. Pride is not far from any of us. But the Bible also says that pride comes before a great fall. I believe it's also wise to recognize and realize that mankind has a tendency to be displeased with oneself. So how do we find the balance? How do we live in this world as the Lord would have us live? And perhaps this answer sounds too simple, for some maybe too complex. That's the only answer I got. How do we find the balance and live as the Lord would have us live? We'll know. We'll know if we are surrendered to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead us in all truth. We'll know if we are surrendered to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will keep us in check. The Holy Spirit will keep us from thinking too low of ourselves or from thinking too highly of ourselves. For these here today, perhaps you're like Zacchaeus. Come to the realization that you have short stature. The size isn't enough. 
rise up and run ahead and climb. If there are any prodigals here today, remember the Father's house. His eyes are on the horizon. He's waiting for you. Today is the day of salvation. Do not put it off any longer. Don't wait another day. Don't wait for another service. Don't wait for another time in the presence of the Lord. Don't wait for another opportunity, another invitation. The Father's calling you home today. And I pray for all of us here that we will never forget that we are at every moment totally dependent on God. Even if you don't know the Lord, Every breath is a gift. Every day is a gift. And my prayer for all of us, as we live in this world as the Lord would call us to live, I pray that we would grow in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Amen.